Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The volume. Just a reminder, you can catch us recording this podcast live on AMP. AMP is a new live radio app that lets you call in and chat with us in person while we're recording. Get the app on Apple's App Store and make sure you follow us at at Jenkins and Jones to get notified when we go live. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Thursday, July 13th, and we are live on AMP. Back with my boys after we had a a great family trip to Las Vegas. Uh, So excited to be talking to you guys on AMP today. And obviously, if you're not catching a live on AMP, it's on all the other platforms after. Uh, I don't think we're doing a Saturday show. We're not doing a Saturday show this weekend, so this is it. And then we'll see you all on Sunday. But, uh, fellas, it's great to see you on Zoom, uh, but I have to say, I know there's no way for us to record live regularly, <laughs> given our current living circumstances, but that shit was so fun, bro. That shit was fun as hell. <laughs> we took it back to the basics of podcasting, right? Like, <laughs> the foundation. Three guys in a room. Well, four, you know, with the homie trills. But yeah. We see each other, like three times a week on here and we, we'll chat it up and shit like that but it's it's also good to have that reminder like oh we're like really 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 friends you know what yeah. i'm saying like outside of the pod <laughs> hanging together that was i mean that that i don't know that shit's enriching dog you know we, we had like some moments like dog we're really in vegas with our families because yeah. of fucking jenkins and jones holy shit you know it's, the dumb, it's wild the dumbest it's, shit it's the time. dumbest <laughs> thing ever bro if 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 like in 2015, when we was arguing over the silliest shit, somebody would have said that. I would have told them to shut the fuck up. If I would have traveled back to tell myself that, that nigga would have told me to shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so, bro, just crazy, man. I appreciate y'all. I love the hell out y'all, man. It was hella yeah. good just to see y'all and 
put my hands on you and <laughs> get a kiss them cheeks. You. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it was funny. It was like the studio. Like I knew the studio was going to be cool, and my my kids and and Char were all very excited to be there and to be out there with us. But I was like, like we were talking in the group chat. I was mostly just excited to have someone pay us money for me to give you guys a hug. <laughs> like that right, exactly, bro, <laughs> like it, bro. Okay, so so funny story, funny Vegas story because we did uh, we talked a little bit about how much we all love summer league, but I'm in love with that shit again. I and told I, I you. Did, so listen, I've been kind of boycotting the summer league for like 10 years, 15 years since it left Long Beach. Because mm-hmm. all of that shit used to be at the pyramid five minutes from the crib, right? And when they went yeah. to Vegas, I was like, fuck the summer league. Like, we don't even like who they gives too a good fuck for, about the summer for, league. For, for Long too Beach. Too good for Long you know? Beach. Oh, right, you want right. to go to Vegas? You know, like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but like it was my second year going back, and like there was just this hilarious moment to me. We were all staying, we were staying at not the major hotel. But the but the hotel where like all of the NBA players who are there to actually work, I feel like we're staying in our hotel. Spo was there, and so we saw Josh Giddy in the uh in the in the gym, which our hotel, as John has said, at like the nicest hotel gym I ever seen. But he was over there with like his family and his trainer working out, and then the three of us just where we all first saw each other was in the gym. Like, cause we were just in there, like, you know, meeting up before we we're eating or whatever. And so John and I were giving each other a bear hug. Tyler came in, we were giving each other a bear hug. And I see Giddy's, like, his dad, I think it was his dad, kind of like looking over his shoulder, like, what the fuck is, like, you know, they have their ears up for, like, is someone going to come bug this dude or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And it was like, what the fuck are these dudes on? Like, making out in the corner <laughs> of the gym. <laughs> we, we ain't give a fuck about what Josh Giddy had. Going I didn't on, give though. a <laughs> fuck about Giddy, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, the, the, the most, the, the comment I made to Mike was, Josh Giddy over there, Timothy Chalamet looking motherfucker. And that was it. That was <laughs> right, the, right. The, the start and the end of the Josh Giddy conversation in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> that was how Tyler walked up. Shalamalay looking motherfucker. All right. Uh, as always, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by Dragonfly Jones, aka Tyler. Hey, everybody. Have a good one. LeJethro Jenkins, aka John. What's that, Bubba's? I'm Gardy B, aka Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Coming to you fresh from Vegas. <laughs> fresh from fresh Vegas. from the Vegas residency. It's motherfucking Mike. <laughs> let let it be known because I don't want the I, I have to beat the Vegas guy allegations that my voice is still hoarse <laughs> from cheering for the nine year old all star baseball team from Long Beach that my son is on. <laughs> you went in them Vegas streets, you know yeah. what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah, y'all y'all know Vegas it offers so much to me. And the, yeah. <laughs> the way that Couldn't I love wait to, live to my get life. to those slots, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we got a picture of Maya thought the funniest thing in the world when she found out that you had to be uh twenty one or whatever to gamble. Well, she thought the funniest thing in the world would be she has a stuffed lamb, like stuffed animal that's her that has like a very developed mythology. Like, it, it, like this lamb has really lived some like incredible lives, and so she said, like, you know, Char, they, the slots look like video games, right? And so right, there's like right, one right. with the unicorn, and Maya's like, I want to play the unicorn game. It's like, well, that is exactly what they want you to want, but no, like, we're not going to do that. <laughs> and so then Char was like, no, 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 this is like gambling. This is what it is. This is how they make their money. This is why people like it. Um, and, you know, it's only for when you're 21. And Maya just looked at her and said, well, Lambie's 21. And then put her stuffed lamb down in the chair. <laughs> so we have all these photos of like Lambie playing the different. <laughs> oh, Maya. One, one of one. Literally. One of the Literally few people that's actually only herself. It's crazy. Uh-
Um, all right. This is uh, not going to be a real sports-heavy show. Notoriously, it's Major League Baseball All-Star Week. Nothing happened in sports this week except that LeBron James made huge headlines at the ESPYs last night, putting everyone's fears to rest by announcing he will not retire uh, and will indeed be back. Gentlemen, how shocked are you on a scale of one to a thousand? <laughs> he, he finally talked us off the ledge. We were all just waiting with Bader, but we knew Brown was bullshit. We knew he was going to come back. He is too much of a drama queen to not have that send off, and he deserves a fucking you know season long send off, right? So, so yeah, I, I didn't think that Brown was was, was seriously going to retire for a second. I didn't think he was going to retire, but I I was it, it stressed me out a little bit. I didn't like hearing him talk about that. The feeling of him even bringing that up. You know, just just ooh, like it made me realize, wow, we're really not gonna have Bron one day. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's that's. I mean, I, I didn't, I wasn't wasn't sitting here worried. Like, you know, when is he gonna let us know? We we knew what time it was, but hearing him talk about it did make me feel some type of way. It's it's like when your parents were fighting and you knew that they weren't gonna get a divorce. Dot dot dot. Yet. You know what I mean? It was like a warm-up fight, and you were like, but this is exercising emotions I don't want to exercise right now. Right. You Did you wish mean? it, though? Did you like, I would go ahead. Like, there's, there's some niggas that can retire. Like, Paul Pierce could have shook. My parents could have <laughs> just got that divorce way earlier, though. <laughs> yeah, we, didn't, we didn't need, you know, they don't love you like that, man. We need y'all to go ahead, you know. <laughs> I we need y'all brother, to go ahead and you know, go yourself separate ways and be happy, you know, separately. Yeah. You feel me? My brother and I had the feeling that if my parents got divorced everything would fall apart in our lives and we were correct so. okay 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 <laughs> uh, there are definitely parents who just needed to just like go it ahead might be that time dog yeah. you know what i mean hey you know it'll be fine yeah for the our kids parents, are saying it it'll be like fine a, hey trust you, me we'll you, be okay right <laughs> on my parents side it's like y'all probably could have seen this coming maybe maybe separate the finances first you know what i mean <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah. Let's lay some groundwork. Like let's put right. the railroad tracks down first before you start uh, start the train up. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, I you know I think I actually listened to the speech he gave at the ESPYS, um, and I I, th- I thought it was I'm I I am really interested in Braun. I, like I think sometimes he. I mean, he's rightfully clowned for being unintentionally hilarious a lot, but I do think he's a really thoughtful and intelligent guy, and I don't think he often really puts himself out there just because of like what's his incentive to do that at this point. But he said, and I believe him in the speech, he's like, I will tell you, I really did think at the end of this season about whether I want to keep playing or not. And he said, it, it actually has been the last couple of seasons and I hadn't talked about it publicly before. He's like the last couple of seasons at the end of the year, I've really needed to sit down and go, do I, is this something I want to keep doing? Why do I want to keep doing it? What am I doing it for? And he, he said um, in, in the speech, he's like, I don't care what other records I break. I don't care. I think he even said, and I love this. He's like, I don't care what I can and can't do on the floor. Uh, oh, you know, wow. the real question for me is, can I play without cheating the game? The day I can't give everything uh, on the floor is the day I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, that day is not today. Uh, <laughs> I, I think. Thank you, King. Yeah, <laughs> thirty a game. You, I don't, you're right, you're right, no, thirty a game. I don't think you cheat shit, bro. You know what I mean? You still got some me. You thank God. Uh, yes, and then the entire ESPYS audience dropped to one knee to offer fealty. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> sir. But yeah, uh, that's that that that's prototypical broad, right? Like, Braun is is such a unique guy because 
he is so extra and so grandiose and he has every right to be you know what i'm saying it's not like he has delusions of grandeur he is the best basketball player ever in my book and a lot of people's books so like you know all of this shit that he's talking about himself it isn't hyperbole right like he has the right to 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 be as you know extra and grandiose as he is i think that's what bothers that's what bothers people i think if he was just like you know if he was just dylan brooke he was just like kind of beating his chest i think less people would be bothered by it i think it's the fact that He's as good as he is. He knows his worth, and he's comfortable talking right. about it. I think that's what bothers white people in particular. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. and, and and the statements he made, I feel like that makes sense. Like thinking about, do I want to play this again? When you're not doing what you want to do, you know, you're not reaching your goals. Like the team stunk the year before last. You know what I'm saying? They stunk most of this year until they reloaded. You feel me? The year before that, he was hurt. This year he was dealing with being hurt as well. And so like it's like, yo, like this is it's the game probably doesn't feel the same that the way it felt four or five years ago, you know? And uh, so like I do understand him thinking about it and wondering, like, you know, hey, I gotta start really what what am I cheating the game or I mean, out of the cheating the game shit, like that's more grandiose. But I feel like the like thinking about like how he feels playing basketball, dealing with the the reality of aging and the team being trash at points and him not even making the playoffs. Like that's unfathomable for him, you know? So I, I mean, it, it makes sense. So I, I, I feel like, yeah, there's, there's moments when he's grandiose, but I think there's moments when it's like some of the, some of that speech was just like very understandable and relatable. Yeah. yeah. I can see Braun being the first player ever to do a two season send off. <laughs> like instead of the one season send off that he's like, this will be my penultimate. Like if, if someone tells him the word, pulling a Tom Brady, the good old Tom Brady. It. Yeah. Uh, this will Game be my next approach. to last season. Yeah. <laughs> this is my black water, right? <laughs> Before the finale. I'm breaking this last season into two seasons, baby. Let's go. <laughs> uh, all right. The only other sports news, the NBA did uh, officially approve rule changes regarding uh, flopping that they will implement what they've been doing uh, at summer league. They did specify that this will not be a challengeable call um, at least to start. We'll see how that goes. And also if a coach wins their challenge, they get another challenge now. Okay, um, cool, cool. Look, yeah, for it's sure. long overdue, but I also just hate any rule change that includes the word more challenges. Yeah. I just like, I, I, and I understand that the, you know, the rise of gambling and sports is driving a lot of this stuff. But for me, I just think it's okay if every single call in professional sports is not 100% correct. Like, I'm just, I don't know. Like, to me, it's like you're trying, because it's still, first of all, not going to be the case every call is 100% correct, but now it's slower. Like, that's, I guess that's just how I feel about it. But I don't know. I think the thing is, there are two bad calls that can affect the game. I don't think there's three. You know what I mean? That can affect the result of the game. You feel me? Like, Three bad calls that'll ruin a, a, an important game. like I, 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 But you could you could fuck up once and then fuck up again. So I think those two challenges gives them a chance to kind of correct that. You know, what I mean, if if a niggas make if they making three calls that are yeah, like and, and, and cr- yeah, they, hey, get them to hey, get, get, send them down to rec league, dog, and have them start the fuck over. You feel what I'm saying? So you give them the sorry punishment. <laughs> you got to go back. You got to go all the way back. I'm right, sorry. right, I'm, right, right. On your piece. Right. Don't pass go. You feel me? <laughs> um, me? All right. Well, Netflix has this new show, Quarterbacks, coming out uh, where, you know, they're miking up quarterbacks. And it had us kind of thinking about 
what are some other funny jobs, non-sports jobs you could have uh, that would be funny to have mic'd up? And so we say each one of us and Jackson are going to come up with like, what would a, what would the funniest job you could think of be to have mic'd up? I'm going to go first because I was the one who came up with the segment. Uh, I think porn star is by far easily number one the <laughs> funniest. Aren't they mic'd up though? <laughs> no. Hey, I mean well, like. Wesley Pipestuck gave us some bars, dog. I'm <laughs> saying, bro. <laughs> that man is a legend. You know what I mean? I think we, I think we already got that, my bye. You feel me? I just think like. You watching uh, silent era porn, bro? You know what I mean? <laughs> is it black and white? Porn. You know what I mean? You but got like something going like on the over there. The quarterbacks aren't just mic'd up during the play. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're mic'd up in between the plays. That's the stuff yeah. I like. That's okay. what I think will okay. be the funniest part. Part, but okay. like i generally think it's it's so funny that like i don't know something like a he billion. wants to hear the perk bottle when they pop the perk <laughs> <laughs> to get right nigga he wants to hear that motherfucker jiggling nigga <laughs> i just think That's it's funny that like on. probably porn is probably the only thing that more people in america watch than the nfl but because it's like because we're so, so like puritanical like most of the time society's pretending it doesn't exist even though it's like all of the movies and video games and music that you hear people talk about get less streams than porn right mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it mm-hmm. like there should be entertainment reporters reporting on porn <laughs> and shit but there's no like no one reports on it there's no like i don't know it just kind of always cracks me up it's such a uh stupid american thing like that that it's so like whispered about still you know in 2000 like it's not one of the big the, was it the is it the biggest industry like there's more money in porn than damn near anything else other than maybe tech you feel right, me so right 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 yeah exactly so that's my that's my i'm starting it off with porn star <laughs> well shit I'm, I'm gonna go on the other end of the spectrum and i'm gonna say school teacher because kids are fucking hilarious um <laughs> i remember i remember when i was working a summer camp right and we were doing a you know whole little what do you want to be when you did grow he freeze? up did he freeze Wow, the first time it's happened during during a live recording. Wow. Oh, 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 man. Am I back? If you can hear us. Yeah, you was in a Bermuda Triangle for a second. You back. You you cut off right when you said uh, you started. So you said school teachers because kids are hilarious. Yeah, kids are fucking hilarious. I remember um, when I was working a summer camp when I was in high school. And we had like, you know, I had a group of like five and six year olds. And we were doing, what do you want to be when you grow up? And one of those kids said he wanted to be a man in black. And I was like, okay. <laughs> right? And I didn't, I didn't want to shit on this kid's dream and tell him, boy, you can't be no motherfucking man in black when you grow up. Right? So I just had to kind of just roll with it, you know, ask him, you know, what do you want to be, you know, what intrigued him about that and all that. And, you know, just had to, you know, you know, just, just like I said, I didn't want to be the dickhead shit on the kid's dreams, even though that, you know, he'll find out sooner or later he can't be a fucking man in black. But like Abbott Elementary, bro, that's all it is. It's mic'd up teachers and it's fucking hilarious. So, yeah, that would be right. Right. I would want like, you know, a Popeye shift leader, dog. You feel oh, me? Yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all work fast food, right? Like yeah. the funniest people on the planet and the wildest people <laughs> on the planet, dog. There needs to be a full behind the scenes doc on that. You feel me? So I know it's gonna be funny. There's gonna be fist fights. There's gonna be arguments. A lot of curse words. You know, all my favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> I had the exact same thought because I was like, it's gotta be a job that interacts with people with like right. everyday and a very random sampling of everyday people. Right. So I was thinking either like McDonald's person or like subway or bus driver, because for that one, it's also they're close enough and they're always there. They're going to have to be like whispering under their breath. Lots of like this fucking guy. Again. 
Right, right, yeah. right, right. Oh my god, right. fucking Bob's back. God right. damn it. Like <laughs> right. it, it's gonna be any it's gonna be anything just constant chaos. So I, I, I agree. Something where you're just interacting with randoms all day, every day is yeah. hilarious. I, I worked at Hardy's and I got fired on my day off because my homie showed up late for too many, too many times. And they figured I was gonna quit too. And so I went up there, raised hell. Pushed the shift lead and was about to, I was I was ready to fight, but then I realized that was not the move. <laughs> but it was this old. Well, I guess what it was like forty. You know, I mean, I was like eighteen, and so I was like, <laughs> I pushed his ass into his desk, ready was to fight shit, anyone over anything, ready yeah. to fight over anything. <laughs> drove off, listening to the motherfucking No Limit, and got my job <laughs> back, nigga. They called me and gave me the job back. That's what working, you know. <laughs> On the line at a at a fast food restaurant is you feel me? So hired my homie back too. We both got our gigs back, nigga. And That's then the, the 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 like the manager of the whole store, he came and he said, "Man, why you threatening to fight the white man, dog?" And bust out <laughs> laughing. My first night back, dog. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. Shit managers really used to hate and try to not put the homies on the schedule together and shit. I used to hate that, you, bro. He, you, bro, they, 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 and, and, and I remember his reason was he only wanted to buy shoes with his money. Who gives a fuck, nigga? You got 78 kids, not me, bro. You feel me? I want sneaker money. That's that's my responsibility at 18 is to buy sneakers. You feel me? But yeah, man. <laughs> I wonder which one of those jobs would, uh, of those different uh, options, would lose their job fastest with being mic'd up. And I'm gonna, I, it'll probably be teachers because, yeah. like, that's only like teachers for would so. not sign up for you to hear the stuff that they say about your kids. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I right. fuck with all y'all kids, man. I'm telling. As, <laughs> as the child of a school teacher, let me tell you this. That's all right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yeah. yes. You can love all the children while still acknowledging the reality of. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's going to be a dickhead or two in the batch, bro. It's, it's just simple. It's just it simple is statistics. what it is. It's, it's just math, it baby. It right. It's just math. All right. This episode is brought to you by the brand new docuseries Quarterback, Netflix's first ever partnership with the NFL. Quarterback takes a unique look at each season told through the lens of NFL quarterbacks Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota. You get an unprecedented window into the toughest job in sports by following those quarterbacks throughout the 2022 season on and off the field. This is the first time ever that the NFL allowed quarterbacks to be mic'd up for every single game of the season. Uh, I'm really excited about this show. I've, I loved all the promos so far. Um, you know, like obviously I'll do respect to Kirk Cousins and Marcus Mariota, but like having Pat Mahomes mic'd up during this season mm. is, you know, for as cool as, as the last dance and these kind of like retrospective documentaries have been having a real time access to one of the top athletes on planet earth like that, I just think is, is incredible. Um, we, you know, I've, I've known a lot of NFL guys, so much more goes into what they do than I think anyone has any idea of, um, how insane those jobs are, how insane a quarterback's life is. They're basically a Fortune 500 CEO who also is expected to be one of the best athletes <laughs> on the planet. But like every word they say is examined, you know, all that. And so we actually get to hear uh, Patrick Mahomes and, you know, uh, like the more unvarnished what he actually sounds like when he's doing what he's what he really does. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Pat, Pat Mahomes is one of those guys where 
the more you hear from him, especially when he's, you know, not all suit and tied up, you know, in, in the post game pressers giving you the, you know, the cliche answers and all that, the more I like the kid. Um, there is a scene that's going viral right now when they were talking about, you know, in the playoffs, do they want to see Buffalo or, or the Bengals next? And Pat Mahomes like, I mean, we match up better with Buffalo, but he was like, but I want the Bengals. They've been talking too much. Right. And that, that is just like, you know, gold right there. That is, you know, a champion mentality right there. And Pat Mahomes pops was, was sitting right there, you know, just chilling, nodding his head like yeah that's my boy you know what i'm saying so so yeah like i said the, the more the more insight we get into pat Mahomes, the more i like the kid i would like to suggest uh before john closes the ad out that for quarterbacks too they also mic up pat Mahomes' dad <laughs> yes please. need that need that smoking on that joe burrow <laughs> you feel me quarterback is now available on netflix netflix so after you're done listening to our show make sure to check it out Netflix is giving you exclusive access to see what it takes to be an NFL quarterback. I'm here all day! See Kirk Cousins, Marcus Mariota, and Super Bowl champion Patrick Mahomes balance all the pressures that come with the toughest job in sports. Quarterback is more about the mental side. From game day to home life, see these quarterbacks like you've never seen them before. Let's put it all together for four quarters! You like that? You like that? Quarterback, only on Netflix. Watch now. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Hey, everybody. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Well, like many kids at 16, I got uh, a car that uh, came from my grandpa. It wouldn't have been my first choice, but because I was 16 and had no money, I didn't have a choice, I took it. And then I personalized it. I tinted those windows. I put in multiple 12-inch subwoofers in the back. So my parents and everyone else in the neighborhood could hear me coming from across town. And I turned that thing into something at first that I was like, I want something better to essentially my dream ride at the time because I had a car at 16. Can't hard to complain. One of my favorite parts about car culture is regardless of the car you're given when you're young, you can find a way to make it cool. And that's what any young, innovative individual will do. I don't care what you're rolling in. And with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 
Let's talk about. Um, I sent you all this yesterday uh, in the group chat. Let's talk about those web telescope pics of the part of the universe where stars are being born. What the fuck? <laughs> Did y'all? If you if you've not seen this photo, pause the episode. Go on Twitter. Go on Google. Whatever the fuck you go to. Go on Threads <laughs> to find Mark Zuckerberg's opinion about stars or whatever. But go go look up the photo that the Webb Telescope put out yesterday of an area of the universe where you real stars pro are being Elon born. with these anti Zuckerberg takes. It I'm not pro either. Pro Elon. I'm not pro either of them. Fuck pro both of them equally, dog. Either. Anyway, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but I'd rather fight Elon for show. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> That nigga Zuckerberg got abs. <laughs> you feel me? Nah, he'll... What struck me about this photo, like something I've always thought about is we don't like we see Earth and time through the lens of our eyeballs and our brain's ability to process. But I know all three of us like nature documentaries. When you watch like a plant grow uh, on planet Earth where it's like sped up, if we saw the world like that, the plant looks like it's like one of us. Like it look, mm-hmm. like it's, it's it looks like it's moving. You know, like you see it kind of like reach towards the sun or whatever. And this to me is like an even more extreme version of that. It's like if you really pull back far enough, and I'm not saying that there's a god that can do that or whatever, but it, it like almost the more I see of the universe, the more it would make sense to me. You know, like you just see oh someone's could watch stars being born the same way that I watched my kids being born. Like, and it, the, the way the photo looks, it looks not human, but it does. It looks biological. You know what I mean? Like it looks like a birth, not like some random collection of gases a gajillion miles away, which is what it actually is. But yeah, I, I, I got stuck on that photo. I sat and looked at that shit for a good five minutes and just like, contemplated and then went back to being stressed about dumb work shit right (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm I'm, kind of on the same shit with you where shit like that just makes me realize how the universe just works on a massive time scale that i don't think we can wrap our brains around right because like this whole star being born process that's going to take billions of years you know what i'm saying if uh, if planets form around them and create a solar system that's going to take billions of years like the earth is like four and a half billion years old and humans have only been on this motherfucker like 200,000 years, like homo sapiens, right? And and it's just, it's, it's shit like that that just makes me realize just how fucking massive the, like, like the time scale for shit to work out in the universe is, bro. For me, it's just like, when I told you, I said this may be the one of the top three most amazing images I've ever seen. Like things, period. You know what I mean? Like the beauty of the birth of a star. And I just, I'm like, you know, like you were saying, like, we've only been here for sh- such a short period of time. What all is going on that we can't see? There's so much that we can't possibly witness. And it just makes me feel like, I, I was wondering, like, what am I missing out on that's going on? And, like, Dom Kennedy has a song where he wants to, like, you know, he talks about how he wants to look over, like, L.A. when he when he's, when he's you know, the crib, you feel me? And like, of course, I want to, you know, see what's going on with my people and shit like that. But I also want to see what's going on with the universe, man. You know what I mean? I, I hope it, I hope it, you know, in the afterlife that I'd like to believe in that I can experience what we aren't allowed to experience as humans. Um, and I mean, it's, it's just, it makes me feel like nothing is by, you know, uh, nothing is done. Like, it's not, it's not by coincidence. 
Uh, but uh, it's also like it's it's hard to it's so it feels like it's impossible for me to fully wrap my brain around you know what it took for all of this to exist. You know what I mean? Um, but it also makes it feel very relatable. Like I related to that image, like Mike was saying. So it's, yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. It it, it was it's a it's a, it a trip, bro. The it, like you both mentioned the space time thing. Something I think about all the time is uh, whenever people talk about like stories being believable, like whatever else. I like stories. Obviously, are how our brains relate to like life and make sense of things. But it's like. I always think that the most unbelievable thing about every story is that it starts and ends, right? Like, mm -hmm. oh, you just happened to open this book or start this movie on the most interesting day of this woman's life or what? You know what I mean? Like, that's not what lives are like. That's not what the universe is like. And like y'all said it, like, we're not even a blink on the earth yet. Like, we think like us as individuals are super important, but we as a species are not important <laughs> on a, like on the universal scale, except that as far as we know, we're the only species that's figured out how to ascend into space, right? And to get these kinds of photos or whatever. But like we literally might be not even in the prologue of the story of the universe yet, and we have no idea. Like our whole species might not be around for whatever it is that's going to happen. Like maybe something is going to happen and maybe we'll all be gone before, like obviously us as individuals, but like maybe all traces of human being, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's what trips me out is like, will we be dinosaur bones at some point? You know what I mean? Will like a hundred, you know, 50 million years from now, will some other species that does not kill each other or separate itself based on race or whatever else be looking at our buildings like, oh, it's those weird ass buildings they used to have with the corners. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't, <laughs> the, I don't the, know. That trips me out. Like, I think about that shit a lot. The more I think of us as humans, the more I think we're the first of our kind. Because we just have so little figured out when it comes to just the human part. Like, like I don't, I don't think like the advanced version of like us would like would deal with racism it seems like it's you know what i mean it's just such a right you know what i mean and so i i i, I mean it, that's that's crazy to think but we we probably are in the early part of our kind and hopefully hopefully you know the more developed version doesn't deal with the dumbest shit that we deal with and can you know but I, yeah i just I, I the more i think about how silly we i mean we're, we're so important you know, but so small at the same time because we're we're probably the first of our kind, but right. we may be. But um, also, um, we 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 move in such dumb ways, being the smartest beings that we know. You know what I mean? Right. To exist on the planet, I mean, just in the universe. So, yeah. All right. Uh, let's end on Dookie Butt of the Week. Uh, I'm gonna go first. Real easy for me. Mine is the guy who carved his name into the Colosseum in Rome. Uh, and then offered the legal argument when he found out he was going to like go to jail and be fined millions of dollars. His legal argument was, oh, I didn't realize it was a significant old building. <laughs> it's the Coliseum, bro. I, I'm not surprised that didn't work out for you. <laughs> what a, yeah, that motherfucker's stupid. <laughs> I, oh, I didn't know. What? Come on, man. And what the fuck was he? For, how do you chisel into marble? Like, did that motherfucker come out there with the, the hammer and the shit? Like, like on some real Roman shit? Like, you did some research there, dog. <laughs> some, <laughs> some, some Brutus uh, Brutus was here. Shit. Right, right. 
<laughs> no, let me. Uh, Cassius let, let, was here. Uh, there's parts of the Colosseum that have survived uh, that are not marble. That's it, it, it. Looks like almost old clay or something like that. Let me. Uh, I'll, I, someone else go and I'll, I'll look that up. Actually. Okay. Well, um, uh, my dookie butt is uh, that motherfucker at Northwestern. What Pat Fitzgerald? Y'all heard about that shit? Yes. Stupid. Mm-hmm. Look. Oh, the, I mean, but about the coach. For, 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 uh, tell people what it is for people who haven't heard. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. Basically, basically, um, there was some some hazing going on at Northwestern football, and we need to, we we need to examine that first because who the fuck are you as a Northwestern football player to think that's some elite club that you need to haze motherfuckers into? Like the shit is all dumb to begin with. Um, there was an investigation done, right? And in, a quote unquote independent investigation done because there were allegations of hazing and sexual abuse and racism done by, um, you know, more senior players to the more junior players. And Northwestern conducted a quote unquote independent, you know, um, uh, uh, investigation where they hired a law firm and they said that, you know, Pat Fitzgerald wasn't aware of any of this and they just were going to suspend him for like a couple weeks. Then the student newspaper at Northwestern actually reached out to the, to, to the kid who came forward, you know, under the, the, sake of anonymity and and there were some more details that were presented in, in in their investigation and then you know that's when northwestern realized okay this motherfucker gotta go and the thing about this is bro this dude was there for 17 years and he just had a one in 11 season and he wasn't even on the hotbed for that right <laughs> and he fucked that up because you're gonna be a dickhead and there were there were fucking um you know the the the, the kid who came forward said that there was the group of Hayes dudes were called the Shrek gang and they would like run up on on, you know, for like freshmen and transfers when they fucked up in practice and do all types of foul shit to them. And they said that Fitzgerald used to be in on it because he would do a like a double clap to let. Right. The way know. they like marked people was they would do like a double clap over their yeah. head. And they said that the coach did that over some players heads. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah. So. So fuck that guy. And then the whole thing is. Is like the, the uh, fucking uh, Fitzgerald after his you know his punishment got moved from a suspension to a firing. He was like, "Well, um, this wasn't communicated with me. I I have uh, talked with my legal counsel to see what what further steps we can take here." Like, God damn, you just ain't gonna own up to shit, huh? Right? Like, fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah, fuck him. Um, my dookie butt of the week is the white man that had the nerve to be white and look at Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Monopoly Man, how dare you? <laughs> the Monopoly Man looking motherfucker is my dookie butt of the week. Motherfucker <laughs> pulled up looking like a Bond villain. I ain't know what the fuck was going on, though. <laughs> oh, hell no. Anyway. I'm so glad we got that social clip. And I have to say, uh, I know we gave a lot of love to the Blue Wire Studios during the yeah. show, but the fact that they had a camera, like a crowd work camera, so that we could have the video Brilliant. That look like. Yes. But like, I don't know the last time I was as happy as I was when Jackson. T- I don't know if it was Jackson or someone at Blue Wire. I was like, no, we have video of the guy. I, I think like, Jackson oh said God. it. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the greatest news of all time. <laughs> all right, Jackson, you got one? Yes, I... And then I have more information on the Coliseum thing. (laughs) I'm going to go with Elon Musk. Not. I want to be clear. I'm not pro-Zuck or pro-Elon. Big threads guy, huh, Jackson? (laughs) But Elon is my dookie butt of the week because they obviously him and Zuck are doing this like sparring thing both online and now they're like they might actually fight. And we all thought already that Elon would not do well in a fight. But then the pics came out, was it yesterday or two days ago, of Zuck training with Adesanya and, and, and yeah. someone else. I'm like, dude. And Zuck like looks great. Like, he looks kind of jacked. I'm like, okay. 
This guy, this is not, this is a no contest. This is fucked up. Smiling so Elon, after starting with Stylebender. Like, right, 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 right. I told you, it, Zuck got them um, them lemur eyes, bro. You don't, you don't want, you don't, cauliflower ears and lemur eyes. You don't want problems with, any, with guys with those two things. But, <laughs> bro, but yeah, but, but, but I heard, the, I heard they just gonna make it just a straight up grapple fight if they do do it, which is kind of, and I wanted to see Elon get punched in his shit, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take him getting slammed on his neck, I suppose, you know. Slammed and then choked out, like that. That, <laughs> that could get real ugly, bro. Tap Zuck on the yeah. head. Let yeah. me go. Right, right, Nothing right, right. Would be a more fitting thing for the owner of Twitter to do than to talk a bunch of shit on Twitter <laughs> that he can't ass. back up. Yeah. <laughs> and then that is the Twitter way. <laughs> and then him getting his ass whooped going viral on Twitter. We paid forty four billion the last for that. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Break. He's gonna. You know, he's gonna shut it down. And once everyone oh, in the yeah. app is clouding him at one time. I'll tell Eating you what, Elon up. Musk is a real slice of shit. I have no I do not have any respect for him. But if he announced that he would fight Zuck as long as it was in Temecula so that he could have home court advantage, I would come around on him pretty quick, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Slide in one reference, bro. Um, okay. This Coliseum story is actually even crazier than I thought. So the guy was carving in brick, Tyler. There's like a brick wall. That's, I guess, one of the more famous parts of the, the Coliseum, um, mm-hmm. like in the, I don't know, behind home plate or whatever. I was, I don't know what to say. I don't know. I don't know how this shit was configured, but apparently it's like very prominent. It's not like he went off behind a bathroom or something. It's like it was an area where there are a lot of people. The person who filmed him was a dude from America who was like showing it to the officers and guards, like, you got to stop the, this dude. And so the guy carved Ivan plus Haley. Because his girlfriend or his wife was with him in the brick of the Coliseum. And so, you know, this dude had the video. Uh, Italy's like national, you know, tourism minister or some shit, like helped promote it and went viral. They found the couple. And this, I love this. The, the dude who did it was British. <laughs> so the American dude snitched on the British dude for defacing an Italian monument. That's so funny to me. The whole time I'm like, please don't be an American. Please don't be an American. Please don't be an American. <laughs> anyway. Again, the Brits lose. As yes. <laughs> I hope it was worth it, Ivan. Motherfucking Ivan. <laughs> oh, man. He, oh, he carved the year, too. Ivan plus Haley 23. He was like, we're going to come back and visit the Coliseum and be like, yep, 2023. You will not be alive, allowed in Italy, my boy. It's <laughs> over with for you. <laughs> you were banned. What, what, like, how old was this dude? How old did he, is it his picture? How, how, how do you think he looks? Yeah, he's a younger dude, and the guy who was filming him, like the the guy who was filming him, I guess in the video, I haven't watched the video. So but they probably won't even make it. There. He said like, uh, he was like, "Are you serious? Like, what are you doing?" And he said that, that like the guy just kind of turns around and smiles at him, like you know, a fucking dumbass. Like, anyway, yeah, bro. The fine is uh, fifteen thousand dollars, but the prison sentence is five years. Oh. <laughs> That boy got hit with a student loan. Like, God damn, dog. It's still Ivan and Haley in 2028, my guy. Right. <laughs> Ain't no way. You think she holding you down in that? Right. You know what I'm saying? What you man in for? Put, put something on your books. You feel? You know what I'm saying? You think she's she down like that? All I right. That's so. all the time.
time we got for today. Uh, shout out as always uh, to John's mom. Uh, shout out to the Monopoly man. Uh, we'll see y'all soon. I think <laughs> hold we'll hold be back hold on, on hold Sunday. Hold on, hold on. Yes. We got to tell him about about Selection Sunday on, on the next episode for the shit that we do. Oh, okay. You want to yeah. you want to you want to tease it? Okay, go yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Tyler. So 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 we're gonna tease it. Um, we are going to do an animal fight bracket. <laughs> We're fucking gonna yeah fucking yeah animal fucking fight yeah. bracket bro yeah. and um you know just just to break down the ground rules of it we are going to do um, somebody just of- said fucking yeah hell yeah <laughs> let's go Te- teach the babies um we're gonna have animals in increments of thousand pounds right because we feel like you know that's that's the good catch weight here you know that's the weight class that we're shooting for here because you know like a lion versus a wolf a, a fucking you know 250 pound lion is gonna beat the fuck out of a 100 pound wolf but if you have four 250 pound lions and 10 hundred pound wolves now we've got a fight right so yes. so we're gonna do the, the thousand pound catch weight here um it's gonna be 32 groups of these animals um we are going to um, decide who advances via Twitter poll. The people are going to, you know, be, be the ones making the decisions here. We're going to open the brackets up to our listeners, and the listener who has the best bracket is going to get some free merch from us. So tune in next episode because we're going to do Selection Sunday. We're going to do the seating and all that, and then yes. we're going to have it go live next week. And, and okay. if you're listening to this now, you want it, Tyler's the one who's picking the animals. If you want to blow Tyler up talking about what animals you want to see on there, you know, go ahead and get after it. Because I'll say this. If you're not in the bracket, you're not in the bracket. And yeah. I don't want to hear shit about it <laughs> when we get down into the semifinals. And you're like, yeah. well, what about blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter. They didn't make the bracket. <laughs> and I will say this. No no insects, because a thousand pounds of insects is fucking absurd. And no venomous snakes, because ain't nobody seeing fucking 110-pound black mamas, bro. Like, they one-hitter quitters. You know what I'm saying? So no venomous snakes and no insects. <laughs> Those are the rules. Those are the rules. No fish hooking, no eye gouging, no venomous snakes, and no thousand pounds of insects. Those and no sea animals, because that, that home court of fighting you know, a fucking orca in the ocean that's just 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 too much of a home court advantage so just land animals yeah okay that, that makes sense what about air animals um like like a hawk or a falcon or some shit yeah we gotta have yeah 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 we, 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 we can put some falcons in that motherfucker yeah they <laughs> all they all breathe oxygen you feel and me? if you're amphibious if you're ocean and like if you're a crocodile or gator or whatever that's cool you just have to be able to get froggy on land is yeah. the rule there we right. go there we go I'm going to think of another like five or six like little, qua- that's what everyone loves, right? It's like rules clarifications. That's the one <laughs> shit. <laughs> silly it's Billy a, Summer, boys. It's, it's Silly a, it's Billy high, Summer, nigga. <laughs> it's a hot rules clarification <laughs> summer. All right. That's all the time we got. We'll be back on Sunday for Selection Sunday. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see y'all soon. Bye. 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 Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit 
visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.